I'm gonna I'm gonna take a Barb over a Bobby. Yeah, any day. yeah. Give it me was the Barbara. A, it was a Bobby with an eye. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can never trust, trust a Bobby those. with an eye. No, no. Okay. Hi. This is Rant and Review, where we rant about current events and then review a culturally relevant topic and give it a completely arbitrary rating. I'm Katie. And I'm Allison. And this week, we will be reviewing... Gaming. Gaming. Pew, pew, pew. You should put the Mario. Like, oh, yeah. Different... Some yeah. kind of Something Mar- Mario. It's me, a Mario. Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> Katie, how was your week? Um, Pretty good. Yeah? Not bad. Mm. Okay, it was fine. Yeah, same. <laughs> That devolved quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we just have had like a mediocre. <laughs> yeah, it was just fine. Um, well, I'm really excited for the guests that we have today to talk about gaming. Yeah, me too. We really need this guest because I like know nothing of the your cat. Okay, sorry, she interrupted you. Yeah, Frida is really rude. <laughs> she actually is really rude. Frida can be She's rude. A very rude cat. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I really like your hair. Oh, thanks. We talked about your haircut on the last episode. And yeah, and now it's In person, cut. it's wonderful. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, anyways, so I was saying that we really do need this guest because we do. We yeah, truly I mean, need I this guest to support us in this episode for our review. <laughs> I mean, I, I have gamed before, but I'm not a gamer. I mean, I've played Crash Bandicoot. That's a game. Well, I don't know. We should get into it. We'll talk about if we're gamers or not. Okay. okay. Yeah, that'll be part of our conversation. Okay. Okay, so our guest this week is Amber Harner. Um, she's a Dance Dance Revolution gamer. Do you, DDR. Did you know of the subgenre of gamer? I mean, I know of DDR. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty familiar. I'm but really bad at it. I'm very bad at it. Yeah, it's we'll hard. We'll talk all about it. Um. And yeah, she's been playing the game for 15 years, and she recently won the women's division at a big tournament, which is awesome. exciting yeah. and awesome. So introducing our guest, Amber Harner. Hey, ladies. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This is super exciting. I love gaming. I mean, you could talk about a few different topics because you're like, you're pretty awesome and know a lot about a lot of things. I'm just a huge nerd who cares about stuff. I mean, We'll yeah. have you on for like something else because you're like a fountain of knowledge. Oh, gosh. Um, it's ti- title of my autobiography now. No, you know like so much about everything. You've like worked in different areas and like, I don't know. So tell us about your job again. Yeah. Like, so I work in, yeah, at a startup for affordable housing. Um, yeah, I've been around for about a year and just trying to find different ways to make impacts in communities to have people live in cities that they really care about for prices that make sense. So when you say it out loud, like it's so easy, but it's a really hard thing to do. So it's been really cool to, to be a part of that. Yeah. Like our city is like, like people in our city can't, can't live here because of housing being so unaffordable. Yeah. And there's tons of cities in the nation right now facing that. So it's, I just think it's really interesting that you work for a startup that's trying to, you know, help people out with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then just a lot of DDR on the sides. So. Nice. <laughs> Perpetual balancing act. <laughs> so is DDR like your, so that's your main, the main type of gaming that you do, right? It's my main game. What do you love about it? Yeah, so maybe I can start with too, like for people who haven't played DDR before, yeah. um, it's really like Guitar Hero for your feet, if you think about it that way. Mm. So it really is just like a super physical game where you're hitting notes in rhythm and patterns with the way that they scroll up on a screen in time with music. So 
it's really interesting because it is just a highly physical game. Mm-hmm. It's very rhythm based. And I think for me, it's like, I'm such a completionist at heart. So like, I'm the person who will play like Super Mario Odyssey and try and get everything I can done in a game. And that's basically what DDR is, where it's like you're trying to get a perfect score all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's super fun. Um, and there's also like a very untapped social aspect to it too, because you have to go to an arcade, like in person, Mm -hmm. you see people, you sweat it out with your friends, you meet a ton of people there. Yeah. So it's, it's a really interesting game really unlike anything else. So we'll get into it in the main review. Like we'll do our rants first and everything like that. But I did kind of want to like set it up of like, what is, if people aren't familiar with DDR, Dance Dance Revolution, I wanted to set that up. So that's really, it's really interesting. There's a ton to get into. What do we want to rant about this week? Um, Katie, do you want to talk about true crime? (laughs) Okay, so my rant is really just about myself and the fact that I keep punishing myself by listening. I'm like addicted to true crime podcasts. Like I'll listen to them all day at work and like harrowing shit. You know, like deeply disturbing. Like I had a really bad nightmare the other night because of, I think, this like content that mm. I'm like pouring into my right. brain. Have you like not been able to sleep before? Because that's happened to me. Um, it, it actually doesn't manifest that way. I like I'm not a good sleeper anyway. Like right. I it takes me a while to fall asleep, just like generally, no matter what's going on. So that's not really it's more like it infects my nightmares. Like it gives yeah. me bad dreams. Yeah. And just like, it's really, it's like, I have a very vivid imagination. So when something's being described, I'm like recreating it in my mind very, and I'm like, God, why am I doing this to myself? It's like detrimental to my psychological but like, health. True crime is like truly addictive. It's so addictive. And, and like a lot of these podcasts are produced really well. Some of them are really poorly produced, yeah, yeah. but I'll like still listen to even the shitty ones because it's yeah. an interesting story. But I, I just finished one about like the Golden State Killer there's a oh, like, man in the window yes it's so yeah. interesting and so fucking scary yeah and did you see the smiley face killer i think oh my god that what? one was fucked Wait, up amber you've seen you've oh, heard that yeah it's so terrifying. it's a podcast yeah and it yeah. features his daughter who like grew up with this like psycho killer raising oh, now there's her. like multiple of like people's kids i yeah, guess because yeah, there's the yeah, other one too yeah. about whatever the <sighs> it's very disturbing yeah i feel like no, the sleep thing is a very real thing, but also like trying to go for like a run while listening to true crime podcasts yeah. sounds like a good idea in theory, and it never no. goes well. It's yeah. just like looking around the entire time, like, oh God, why did I do this? I already live in fear, constant fear of Big like same. being attacked. So it's right. like, why am I <laughs> yeah. perpetuating that even further? But I also can't stop. Yeah, I mean, like, those top ones that, like, are always in the top, like, literally, the top ten podcasts, like, eight of them are true crime stories, and it's because they're so, they are interesting, but, like, at the same time, they're constantly about, like, women and children being victimized, Mm -hmm. I can't listen to any of kids, like, I'm just, like, the Atlanta monster one, yeah, I listen to it, but it's, like, (sighs) it's so, it's so troubling, so, like, Something like, okay, so the classic serial, right? That one was like way easier to deal with, even though, you know, this girl died and it was scary and disturbing. But like, it was more about the, I I really like the sort of procedural ones that are more about the backstory, like the Curtis Flowers story. Right, like more investigative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that they get lumped together. Yeah. 
and there's ones that are like literally kind of different. like like as gory as possible yeah. as scary as possible like making like mm-hmm. really sensationalizing and well those, and it is sensational it's like right. literally people and like ugh, i just recently i was listening to one oh there's this one called insomniac that's <laughs> like literally the concept is the guy the host is like having bad dreams and can't sleep because he's investigating all these disgusting oh i know i know i know it sounds know. like an snl version <laughs> of a true crime podcast but it's like, like could you see the snl skit of the guy like recording yeah, it? <laughs> yeah in his car co- yeah i mean so like the thing with that one is all of them are really scary and harrowing and they're each episode is a different like killer or whatever so it's like even more disturbing because it's not just like one guy with one mo and like investigating the story it's like all of these different specific vivid a lot of them like sexual violence is involved and it's just i like i had to unsubscribe it was just too much yeah yeah i think serial was really great because it gave you time to like process it a little bit more whereas like the one episode just like pieces Mm -hmm. it's just so much intense information like so quickly yeah and yeah Yeah, i think it depends like on what details you focus on too right where it is like is it more about unpacking what happened with the crime versus just like the sheer gore and the scream yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, like I stopped listening to Man in the Window because I was like, okay, I, I can't listen to every episode going over every attack no. yeah. over and mm-hmm. over and over. Like, And they're all the same and it's like just like gory yeah. details about like rape. I'm like, yeah. oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, no. can't listen to that. No, thanks. I, I'm more interested <sighs> in like true crime that's like about... So like the ones that I'm really drawn to lately are the ones that are like, it's people in powerful positions that take advantage of that and like, Mm-hmm. You know, like Dr. Death, I thought was yeah. Really oh my god, that one was so that. good. Because yeah, it's like this person that you know got away with something for a really long time, or like there's people that like it's obvious that there was like some like uh, lack of yeah, you know, the ability of the community or like people or the to system. like check yeah, yeah or the checks and to balances check someone that's yeah. like in privilege or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that that one was really good and really interesting. What was the one? Dr. Death and then there was the oh Dear John did you listen oh, to that Dear one? John was so good so, yeah, really fucking, good. so Dr. Death is produced by this it's also mm. Wondry or whatever yeah. I think they're produced by the same they're yeah. very similar um, yeah. vibe wise but wait did we have we talked about this the documentary that aired on like Oxygen or whatever Mm-mm. oh it like expanded on the Dirty John mm. story and had like more interviews and stuff oh, right. it was we so did, good you talked about this a little bit but I was thinking there's also they created a show right with Connie Britton, yeah, with which Eric I like, Bana. have to see. Why did they cast Eric Bana? As... He's creepy. <sighs> what? He doesn't even look like him at all. The guy that's like the real guy is like a jock, like he oh, looks like a I college see. like bro or whatever. Yeah. Eric Bana is like a Euro, like <laughs> he looks. He looks creepy though. That's why he got cast. I don't think he looks. Creepy he has in like that same sunken way. eyes. It's a, it's a creepy, maybe, but not that kind of creepy. Okay. Creepy. Dirty, Dirty John creepy is like a normal creepy, frat, yeah. Frat bro creepy. Mm-hmm. Eric Which Bana is pretty creepy. Is, Eric Bana is like, like villain creepy. In your like on your like Mediterranean villa, like they'll like mm-hmm. rich creepy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I also wonder why like true crime is such a unifying thing too these days. Like I feel like everyone is like Truly. on board with yeah. true crime, just like barging in here. I'm like, oh yeah, I know all of these podcasts. Wait a second, why? Yeah. Like what's Truly. going on? Yeah, like why are universal concepts 
women and children getting murdered and taken <laughs> yeah. advantage of and um, like Joe Rogan oh, God. <laughs> God. who we talked about last time but like literally those are the top podcasts like yeah. why no. <laughs> my <laughs> favorite murder is another one that just mm-hmm. focuses like just on murder I can't stand my favorite murder just because I don't I can't stand it either I don't, I don't like that like one them. <laughs> so anyway that's just my personal um, my personal Your struggle struggle <laughs> well I'm really excited to watch Mindhunter second season see how do you watch that he's talking about like skull fucking people and stuff Mm, i think it's a combination of like i kind of have a crush on jonathan groff isn't he gay yeah but he's like so hot and then that show is just i don't know i think it's really well done i think so too yeah and you started it. i think it's oh, yeah. well produced so but i haven't started it yet because i'm gonna try to like pack it into a weekend probably this weekend it's too creepy it's very creepy i feel like it's a show that like you can't binge watch either it's like yeah, a show that you have to like digest again, a little bit yeah the emotional like damage oh. so yeah just so petrifying and like yeah. the acting in, in some cases is so good that you just have to stop mm-hmm. and like walk away for a little bit where you're like that was too real did like you, i was like really committed to skull did you fucking. hear the story no. about jonathan groff um walking around on set asking people how to eat pussy no why was, <laughs> wait why was he asking people that <laughs> Because he doesn't know, apparently. Oh well, yeah, but, like, why does he need to know? Also, like... Because I think he eats someone out on the show. Oh, I see. Like, I he can't wants remember to, that exact well, he scene, doesn't, but, like, I'm pretty sure in the first he season... He doesn't have to he, actually do it. Sex or whatever. Just, like, put your face near it and, like, move it around. I just love the survey, like, walking around, like, asking everyone, like, a grip. <laughs> or, like, yeah. you know, just a cameraman, like... Well, the reality is oh. none of those guys probably know either. Right? They're like, oh, I don't know. They're like, <laughs> yeah, it's really, that's like a ma- very masked thing to yeah. do. Just like a very vague, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, do you have to talk about Ed Kemper on the show? I forget the actor's name, but the, oh, oh, no. the co ed killer guy, like, yeah. the big, massive dude, the scariest guy. Wait, is that the skull fucker? I, the, the guy with the huge, It's the huge the guy. Glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like very scary. That's the guy. And he's every episode, you're like, that guy's going to so kill scary. him when he's sitting next to him. And he's so like, scary. It's a very complicated lifestyle. <laughs> and like, like so the only- his way of talking is so disturbing <laughs> to me. So I think the weirdest fact about the actual killer I read somewhere is like he recorded audiobooks. So like you can listen to like what is it, Flowers in the Attic, recorded by the killer, what? like, whoa. reading that as an audiobook. Whoa, I think I, yeah, whoa. So terrifying. Weird. Yeah, super weird. That's so strange. Yeah. Wait, why? Just like, like what? his hobby in prison, like, during his prison time. He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to record books. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, super weird. weird. Huh. Very unnerving. Okay, what do you have on um, your... So... Got quite a list. Well, I do think we should talk about, okay, like, I don't know, just in the last end of the week, like, several things have come up that I'm like, okay, why are we getting barraged with Mm -hmm. all of these, like, horrible... I feel like people are maybe it's the end of summer people are bored mm. there's just like nothing going on and everyone's like we're just gonna be really stupid right now <laughs> like just act well really foolish but yeah summer does do that like to society like more crimes occur in summer and I mean, stuff I know it's really like, hot people are like places. hot and like stir crazy or whatever. <sighs> yeah. so they announced dancing with the stars do you watch dancing with the stars amber i don't 
I don't either. Do you watch? Who a watches that? No, I don't. Well, I mean, like a lot of Republican watch. moms in like Ohio. No offense. Yeah, <laughs> not to bring up Ohio. <laughs> Ooh, the first shot has been fired towards, towards so Ohio. Early. It's so early. We knew it would happen at some point. Taking my wine back. No, Amber's from the fabled state of Ohio. I mean, it is like no, an no, no. infamous. I'm, I am from Washington, but I lived in Ohio for about five years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you're not. You lived there, there long enough to be a huge fan. You're yeah, like I, you're in entrenched in Ohio. Yes. Did um, you go to college there or something? No, or? I just worked out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I just feel like I know too much about Ohio because of elections. Yeah. Like I know, I know like way too much about like specific, very yeah. specific areas of Ohio. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, well, if you need to know more, let me know. I would like to care less about this state yeah. just because, you know what I mean? Ohio, yeah. Iowa, like, yeah. the, I'm like Florida, like I'm like, okay, why do I know all of the counties? Yeah. Like I should not have to know. I yeah. should not have to memorize the counties and the percentage breakdown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in every and all of these counties. Okay, but Dancing with the Stars. Anyway, so Dancing Sorry. with the Star Okay, so Dan- Dancing with the Stars cast, speaking of politics, mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars cast was announced. Mm-hmm. Guess who's on it? Sean Spicer. <laughs> Predicted by uh Zach. What's his name? Efron. (laughs) (laughs) Braff. Ew. uh, Predicted on Twitter. So much worse. By Zach Braff. Like not that long after he got, got ended his career at the White House. Okay. I do not like that. Zach Braff got a win out of this. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. He retweeted it and was like, called it. Yeah. Ew. Would it have been better if it were Zach Efron though? Um, I mean, funnier. <laughs> yeah. Zach Galifianakis, maybe. Zach Efron had like the political team. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Braff is just not someone that I like. Well, you know, he's just mediocre, whatever. But every you know year and a half, he has some kind of good take. <laughs> so I guess this was just his like one, whatever. Everything else is like kind of banal. Like I mean, drivel. <laughs> Anyways, so Sean Spicer is on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, that in itself we would have dealt with but as that's a society. Okay, sorry, but like, does anyone want to see that guy dance? No. Like, do the mamba? No. You know, like, what the I fuck? Don't. No, and and everyone knows ABC did this just for like. Yeah, to be to salacious. Be like spicy. <laughs> yeah, spicy. <laughs> but, so we. Just in in itself, that would have caused a little bit. Yeah, of a, a little rift, bit of a right. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like, oh god, like yeah. they did exactly what we all thought. Sean Spicer's trying to be a celebrity. He's be- profiting off of being like a liar, evil, mm-hmm. working for mm-hmm. this fascist corp, mm-hmm. like uh, mm-hmm. I almost said corporation, the corporation that is Donald Trump <laughs> yeah, in the White yeah. House. <laughs> I mean, truly. So that's an issue. But then now, uh, also, we have to deal with Karamo from Queer Eye. Karamo is so about building bridges when he just needs to be burning them. Like, what is his damage? Yeah. So, did you listen to his Keep It interview? Yeah, about the N-word? Well, there were, like... I mean, it was a long interview. They talked about lots of things. But, yes, they did talk about that. That was the part that, like, really stuck in my brain. Yeah. Basically, he was on there and he was, like... You know, he had gone to the White House... Mm-hmm. already at that point he did this interview in like end of 2018 i just re-listened to a part of it and he had already like gone to the white house and like rubbed elbows with um, mike pence's wife what's his, her name karen mother <laughs> <laughs> and ira's like what's so, wrong with you like, yeah. what is going on here and yeah. yeah his whole thing is like i'm 
trying to change hearts and minds. Yeah, and and I think he's really ignorant for that. No one's heart or mind is changing just because like Donald Trump's whole thing is like I don't like Jews, I don't like black people, I don't like blah blah blah, but if you support me, I like you. So it's like where do you think you fit into that? You're essentially yeah. supporting them by acting like there's some goodness to be like he pitted himself against JVN kind of and was like JVN always wants to like cut ties like not talk to people blah 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 and I'm the one that wants to like build bridges and make make like people understand my point of view and he brought up like your family and he's like would you cut off your family blah 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 and it's like yeah yeah if they're fucking harmful to you then yes I would (laughs) like that's a stupid question (laughs) right and so it's like Okay, so this is just kind of like building off of that where we kind of already knew he was this type of person where like he's working from this position of like, I think kind of like either ego or a sense of like kind of like being like better or like like mm. a weird morality or something where yeah. he's like, oh, I'm actually I kind of feel like he's a Libra. I should look up his sign. <laughs> but like Libras kind of do this where they're like, oh, you yeah. know, I'm so like advanced mm-hmm. that I'm actually, you know, able to work with both sides, like in this way that no one else possibly. Can. Yeah, he's no very, one else. Can. He's I'm very, the only one that is able to do this. He's very both sidesy. And I think that's what rubs literally everyone other than him the wrong way about him i mean you can like unite people while being opinionated yeah sometimes it's just you have to be opinionated and this is the wrong time to not do that right so he's a fucking scorpio scorpio (laughs) there's a lot going on here but the main thing that i kind of like i'm getting is that he's like this on the show though on queer eye i'm always like what the fuck is he doing he's like harming this person by forcing them to confront this harmful person from their life yeah and is it about healing or is it just about money like he he booked this show he's gonna be on this tv show where he's getting like fame money clout whatever and a lot of really good writers have pointed out hey it really seems like karamo is more concerned with pleasing others particularly white people Mm. with some of his actions Mm -hmm. so are we talking about dancing with the stars or queer eye I mean, like Both. all, any, like all generally, of just like because yeah. that's that was the controversy with his shirt. Yeah, God. do you know about the shirt? No, he wore a shirt that said two different versions of the N word, and then the third word was neither. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, but they were crossed out, right? Uh. Yeah, they're crossed out. Sorry, I didn't say that. No. So, like two different N words, and cro- spe- both were crossed out. He specifically and then, uh, does not condone the use of then we're right. like within the community without the community whatever like it's like he's like i don't use it i don't like it yeah right which is like i guess that's fine but it's, but it's very like pretty controversial wagging your finger yeah like, yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. yeah and i mean i'm i'm the kind of person who like wants to give everyone the benefit of the doubt all the time but I don't know, like, it just doesn't seem like a lot of these are really good ways to go about even spurring discussion, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, you, I don't know. I, I feel like it's worthy of controversy to, like, stand on a hill that's important to stand on. Like, not exactly. just trying to exactly. be a mediator. Yeah, like, exactly. Sometimes being a mediator isn't the right way to do these things. Not every situation, like, 
requires mediation right. also yeah, like, right. has he just taken his like his like role on queer eye too, too far? seriously yeah. like right. where he's like now he literally thinks he's a therapist and yeah. he's gonna mm. be a therapist to donald trump like that's, what the fuck that's what i keep thinking about him i'm like you're not a therapist like i don't know what you think you're doing here but you're not like an actual therapist you're just like a cool guy i guess i don't really know what his what are your qual now this leads us to ask what are your qualifications Brown? <laughs> i mean really yeah. yeah it feels a little it feels very performative to me yeah, yeah. like it's like yeah. a performance well did you see the video of him saying that sean spicer is a great guy yes did like, you see it i didn't fuck? see he's it he's like he's basically like the first of all it's unprompted yeah totally unprompted the no inter- one asked the him the interviewer doesn't even bring it up he's just she, she's asking him about dancing with the stars generally and he goes he he's like by the way it. and he's like by the way i talked to sean spicer and I don't know if you guys I'm saw, but I like deflated a little bit, like hearing those words, just like sinking down in my seat. Just like, why? Oh, Here's God. the thing. We've talked about the Queer Eye guys before because we talked about, we talked, we had a Pride episode and it was about corporatism and people taking money and things like this and kind of putting morals to the wayside in, in favor of capitalism. And I said that JVN is the corporate shill we need for equality. Yeah, JVN, I feel, <laughs> I feel has shown a little bit more nuance with like yeah what they will do yeah like the partnerships they will do and mm-hmm. also like what they're willing to say or not say like yeah. mm-hmm. like they do post mm-hmm. literally about like oh no i am very angry about this thing yeah, and yeah, I, this yeah. is not okay and blah, yeah. blah blah a lot of the other ones don't like anthony is like not <laughs> <laughs> anthony's like not a- making a statement about anything really right I, you know what no. I saw that was, I no. thought a funny take on the Karamo thing was like someone on Twitter was like, Tan France would never. And I was like, I don't know about that. Please. Yeah. That's actually funny. I think if of any of the other ones, like Tan France might. <laughs> okay. So out of all of them, no one responded except Bobby, I think. I'm pretty sure. The only response I did see was, was from Bobby, hmm. which was a very long tweet thread where basically his stance, he decided, was that it's a very stressful thing to go on Dancing with the Stars and to put so much pressure on someone to do all this press. And then and then he like said in the tweets that they were like prodding him about Sean Spicer when that was like not the case. So just wrong. False falsities. And then, yeah, that was his like that was his like excuse for Karamo was, you know, this was just overwhelming pressure and he was like angry at abc for putting him in that position who's putting you in a position where you have to make that statement Wait, also place? he lit- it's literally unprompted he it just was he just yeah. brings it up out of no fucking where his tone was like he was like proud okay so <laughs> i don't know what to say about this <laughs> other than like no no one literally no one agrees Right? Do we agree? Sean, yeah, Sean Spicer no. shouldn't be on the show. No. Karamo shouldn't be in, in Ta- any kind of support. that he's a good person. Yeah, Just, or nice also, or anything. Wait, okay. Here's the other piece of this. Does like, it matter if you're nice if you work exactly, for a fascist? Like, exactly. No. It doesn't matter if a person that we know to be immoral and evil, and at the very least just um, dishonest, mm-hmm constantly at the least at the very least to then say like oh i met them and they shook my hand and like looked in my eyes and were like hey man what's up so they're a nice person that's not how the world fucking works that's like that triggers me with like people that are like oh well they've never done anything to me 
when you're right. like this person is manipulative and evil and right. hurts people and right. that's their and they get say, off on it what does that say about society that the minute you meet someone who's a powerful person who's famous you're famous you're on a show together with someone famous that you just let all of that go like i i don't understand this like no one in society is going to see this work that you're doing supposedly the work and therapy that you're doing with Sean Spicer on the set of fucking dancing with the stars right. I'm sure that it's not happening right. right and if it is happening that's not what the story is to anyone in America in America it's you you are supporting this person who was devastating to yeah. our country yeah. like in some way yeah and I think if there's ever going to be a Sean Spencer redemption arc it has to come from Sean, <laughs> Sean Spencer Sean like, Spicer yeah oh, God. You're, you're, you're mixing him up with the other fascist oh, the other Richard Spencer mixing it's him up with the other the white na- the, oh, yeah. the Nazi mean, no there's yeah. no redemption arc there Wait, but yeah his first name uh, Richard Spencer Richard yes Spencer. that's the one. Yeah. Oh, no redemption oh, so arc easy there. To, I mean no <laughs> so easy to confuse those two truly but you know what i mean like i i don't think it's really anyone's responsibility to be in defense of someone else who hasn't tried to actually show any any sort of remorse yeah Yeah. there's it's i don't know just people shouldn't have to step in for you to start that conversation if at all like it's ever going to happen it has to come from the person who sucks right exactly and he's never shown any remorse no no the media should not be like no one that Everyone that has worked, works in the Trump administration should be name shamed and blamed for all time. Like literally you do not get a, I I mean, you could potentially, I don't know, maybe the lowest level person 10 years later, if you apologize and you work for like a nonprofit for 10 years, like helping immigrant (laughs) kids, then you, then you'll be forgiven. Yeah. yeah. But only an intern. If you're an intern. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. Anyone else who's taken a fucking job in that administration can like, I'm sorry, like suck a dick. Yeah, they can, they can suck a, like many. Dicks. A fatty. <laughs> Anyways, do you want to talk about Tommy Lawrence fitness line? Oh, I mean, God. I think this, this is can... what I'm saying is like a monstrous <laughs> end of the week. Like Friday came and I was like, bam, there's just all this like I think um, <laughs> nasty this... maga shit going on. I think this can be like pretty quick, and all we have to say is like, obviously, ew. Right? Honestly, gross. Yeah, like this it fit- looks athleisure. stupid. She looks stupid. She is stupid. <laughs> Did you like the star print? No, I thought it was fucking stupid, and it doesn't look like good. On a weird boat on a boat. Why the fuck are you on a boat? <laughs> she's just literally the worst. She's yeah. just so horrible. literally the worst. But yeah, Karamo even. might want to give her a chance. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's gonna. No. He's gonna so we should give him that space. Uh, Wait, I want to talk about another problematic blonde did you see the trailer for bombshell that megan kelly movie oh did you see it that looks, no. i didn't, I didn't see the trailer but i saw a picture from it literally nothing happens in the trailer and i'm like this looks fucking brilliant like i don't know what's <laughs> happening here there are a lot of very intense glances between blondes in this elevator it's and good. i am here for it's it a good cast who, is, who plays margot them? robbie um charlize hello oh. and then nicole kidman, nicole kidman. that's oh right my gosh I don't really know who they all are, except I know that Charlize is Megan Kelly. Anyway, they all look very powerful and blonde and scary <laughs> and evil. <laughs> well, Margot Robbie's like in the corner, like scared. I mean, who is she? Tommy Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so we were talking about, oh, we were talking about the bombshell trailer. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Nicole Kidman really does look like Gretchen Carlson. And, and Charlize looks like Megan Kelly. Charlize really does look okay. like Okay. Everybody needs to agree with me right now, hopefully. Done. Done. 
Charlize has mega lesbian energy. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on this one. She does. I'm just waiting. I'm biding my time over here. <laughs> well, and I'll be here when she's ready. She's and I'll a single say, mom, right? Told you so. Single yeah, mom. and she was with Sean Penn, which is like mm. a classic sign already. Oh, like, no. who gets who marries that guy? <laughs> no, yeah, okay. I don't like that past. Talking I forgot about so many Sean's today. Yeah, I mean, she's like definitely made her way out of that situation, yeah. and she came out on top. Came out on top. But anyways, this movie looks really interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we and all we know about it is them looking at each other in an elevator, and I'm already hooked. Done. Just staring. Uh-huh. I ho- need more. No, we don't need. We're more. done. We're and in. Kate McKinnon is like wearing um, headphones in a cubicle for two oh seconds God. in the I didn't trailer. Even see that? It's like she just looks over her shoulder. And that's I actually it. feel like this movie is going to be camp. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, obviously that pink that she's wearing, that Nicole Kidman's wearing, is already. Yeah there it is very camp i mean the way from the wigs to the outfits to the looks the wigs to kate mckinnon and headphones yes this feels very high camp to me (laughs) i think women and gays are going to only be there love it yes we will be there we're setting them today we will be there in droves because it's not about you know the last like political whatever big movie was the fucking dick cheney one yeah which is like oh so masculine oh i didn't want to see that and also i didn't want to have anything to do with that i i I wanted to be as far away people would talk about it oh have you seen vice have you seen vice no No. i don't want to watch it i don't have anything to do with it couldn't run fast enough away from that yeah i'm not gonna watch an hour two two and a half hours of of fucking christian bale fucking eating too many cheeseburgers or whatever you know I just mean, a bunch like, of men having a romp like they're all like they all are so ha- proud of themselves for that shit like they're just like oh i got really fat oh i look just like george bush like Whoa. yeah like oh, yeah whatever. can't handle it not Anyways. interesting but nicole came this in an elevator hand, we're ready love it nicole came, <laughs> in, do it. Nicole came in, in a bob in an elevator what if it was just that for two hours i would be there i would I watch mean, it i'm gonna go happy. wait in line right now yeah, yeah <laughs> honestly i'm gonna, go I'm gonna camp out. out okay so we do have to get into our review i'm really yes, excited about this okay so we ta- we titled this episode gaming. We the, I, we feel strongly that Amber, you are part of the gaming community, and that that this is an important facet of the gaming community. Do you think that's accurate from your perspective? This is being DDR DDR. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, oft overlooked part of the gaming community. I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because it's like a subgenre of gaming where it is like rhythm games and music games so it's just like having good timing and uh-huh. like moving around and stuff which is really great so like a lot of people have played DDR back in middle school or like yeah. Guitar Hero and then today you have stuff where it's like in VR you can play like Beat Saber that's another thing Whoa. Um, what is that? It's like you put on a headset and you like swipe your arms like you have what are those things in Star Wars? Yeah, lightsabers. lightsabers yeah. And you're just like hitting blocks to music. Cool. That it's sounds like fun. Super so, intense and physical. Sort of like drumming, but. Yeah. Yeah, but lightsabers. <laughs> what did you, what games did you play growing up? I played a lot of Super Nintendo games. So yeah. um, that is like what I could talk about at length outside of DDR, where it's yeah. just like role playing right. games. Yeah. Really into old like role playing games or platformers. Like, 
Donkey Kong, like Donkey mm. Kong Country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Um, Wait, did you ever play like, so only Super Nintendo? What about like Sega Genesis or like PlayStation? A little bit of Genesis, a lot of 64, a lot of like PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's about Me where too. I peaked. And then I was like, yeah. Ah. Too cool for this. So I had like a little bit of a um, Xbox phase yeah. where oh. when people were playing multiplayer, um, yeah. what's it called? With shoot, like the shoot headset em up. where you're talking to No, 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 people? not with a headset. Oh. Like, like Halo? Halo, just yeah. literally Halo and then I was out. That oh. was like my, so I did the same exact probably as you yeah. of like played Tomb Raider, played a lot of Bond yeah. and uh, mm. Mario Party. What about like, Cruise in USA? Oh, fun. Arcade Very game. Fun. It yeah. counts. I had that. Well, I had it yeah. as an N64 game. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, That's I didn't so, have an N64 game. Funny fact. Fun fact. Whatever. My brother, um, for, I don't know, at least five years, he's a heavy, not Ooh. heavy, but he's into gaming. <laughs> anyway, he worked for Nintendo mm-hmm. as a games tester and then like worked his way up. He was eventually a manager, blah, 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 whatever. But so because of that, all my experience of gaming comes from him like giving me Nintendo 64 for Christmas and stuff like that because he worked at Nintendo right so oh, like right. he would give me games and all this kind of stuff like yeah and he was he had a Sega Genesis mm-hmm. he's 12 yeah. years older than me so like I was very small when he was like a teen that was like very into games or whatever yeah. so I would just like inherit all of his old shit yeah so like yeah I played like Sonic so and good. stuff like that yeah, Sonic and was good so good. Cruise in USA and then Crash Bandicoot so on PlayStation fun. which was very fun and I would absolutely yeah. play that again Crash I have a Bandicoot Wii was good now mm-hmm. like does that count yeah absolutely I mean do you feel like it's getting a little less like ooh, you have to be a first person shooter blah 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 to be a gamer like I feel like it is getting a little better because here's why I know that there are still like so like I asked like a room of straight guys in at my work today about gaming and yes their first instincts were to be like oh you to be a real gamer a true gamer blah 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 you have to be this kind of person blah 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 but then of course they all talk about like playing Nintendo Switch and like right. Mario yeah. and like Zelda and all this other stuff and I'm Zelda, like Zelda I'm yeah. like okay like is this real is there really this big divide still or is that just like I don't know. It feels like a first instinct to people, but it's like getting better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think it is and I think it isn't. Like, I feel like personally, at least I've still had encounters with people where they immediately question, like, are you really a gamer? Or like they want to sort of test your knowledge. I think Mm. it's like you find a lot of that with sports and things too. Testers. Anything. Yeah. We should call these people testers or have some (laughs) other bad nickname for them because there is a man that will test you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the guy that wants to verbally spar with you on Tinder. (laughs) And they just, their first instinct is (laughs) to just be like... I'm going to test you on whatever this yeah. fucking thing. It could be music. It could be. Yeah. If you say anything that's outside of their small box perspective on right. femininity specifically, because we're talking about men testing women on their knowledge about said specifically, subject, Yes. Which right? happens constantly. So it's like if you say as a what they perceive to be a right. feminine identified person, yeah. Yeah. human, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. I have identified a <laughs> Yeah, like you, you know. love sports. Like you're like a big like Cavs yeah. and LeBron fan or whatever. Yeah, yeah of course. So immediately yeah. whenever you say like, oh, I'm like, oh, I love LeBron or whatever it is, you know, they're going to be like, yeah. well, like, 
do you know what championship <laughs> he won in college? So you know it's, what I mean? It's no, just like, it's so weird because like it does like I think immediately put you into like a defensive mindset right. too, where it's like I have to prove right away that yeah. like I actually care about this and I know yeah. what I'm talking about and it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, well, and also is the bar for entry that I know every single fact about no. this thing that I like? No, because I'm not a fucking encyclopedia. Because I listen to men, I listen to men talk about shit all day and they constantly don't know things. And they're just like yeah. either talking out their ass or just having casual ass conversation where none of them have to be experts. Or right? they like, retained <laughs> these fucking factoids that are so infinitesimally important, aka not important at all. Right. In the scheme of life, it's for them to regurgitate to prove they know men, shit. Men like get a pass. Like people assume that they know about these topics, right? So right. they'll be like, "Oh, you know about video games or whatever." They'll just start them at that point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they don't have right. to go through a proving stage. Yeah, an approval process. An approval process. <laughs> right. That is what it is. It's an yeah. approval process to to make sure that you you're okay in their eyes to. Right talk to about these things i i didn't rant about this but one of my rants was like literally when you work with like all men you they don't even like make conversation with you like i've noticed this like i'm like i'm the one always like asking questions like trying to make casual conversation because a lot of men like don't view women as friends right Mm. they only either think of them in like a sexual way or well, well, isn't that or like a mom or whatever? Right? Isn't that even true in dating? Like, yes. I feel like most of the time, the women that I talk to that are like dating straight cis men are like, oh, he literally didn't ask me one question about myself. Yeah, that happens a lot, and it's because they're like, like when you're encountering people that like play video games. They're like not seeing you at the prism of like, oh, this is an equal. This is my yeah, friend right. that I can just like casually a, chat with. They're like, peer. I have to like either conquer you or like, you know, figure out what your deal is so that I can like, <laughs> you know, right, navigate right. this or yeah. whatever. And it's like troubling. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. To, like, I'm sure to live in. It is. And I mean, I feel I feel like I have to preface it with like. I'm around so many incredible people and like specifically my niche community where it is like we have a lot of support with women's events and really focusing on empowering women to play this like highly physical, highly visible game, which in and of itself, when you describe it that way is very scary. Like it's, you have to physically go somewhere as a human being to play DDR and be like prepared to be in a bowling alley, like around drunk people and like, Yep, I'm doing this because I love the game. Um, right, and it's performing. It You're is. like literally performing yeah. in front of people, which is, it's funny, like, tradi- so gaming, like, was like a very solo thing. Then yes. there was like headsets. Yep. And then, and now there's like Twitch streams, right? Where yep. people just like kind of perform or like play like for others or whatever. But for DDR, you like <laughs> yeah. immediately went to that, that like yes. way further step. Now there's like right. gaming video game tournaments where people go and play on a console yes. for money or whatever and compete. But you were like already you're like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I've already been out there. Yeah. Like, I'm like <laughs> totally cool. with. <laughs> yeah. And I think I, I don't know. It's it's really interesting, too. I think with a lot of video games, because you have the anonymous factor and you don't have that with DDR because you're there in person and it's mm-hmm. like you are confronting someone yeah. like physically as a human yeah. being in front of you rather than just a voice and a headset. Yeah. And I think like I still have a lot of opinions and feelings about things like Twitch and the internet where it is anonymous and it does 
sort of foster abuse in a different way where you're not really confronting a person as a real life human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it seems like people are pretty friendly like oh, yeah. in your community. Oh yeah, totally. And because Overall. I think a lot of it is because it is such an in-person game. So yeah. like you still have an internet presence and you're still around like people, you know, online. But the difference is you have to be around people at, as physical constructs, yeah. which you don't get with like playing Call of Duty all the time or like Halo or mm-hmm. Minecraft or whatever, or just being on as part of a Twitch stream mm-hmm. where it's like you're just fodder in a chat. Right. Um, so I don't, I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this other than like, I really care about this community. There's still, I think in, in any video game community, a lot of room to grow mm-hmm. just in terms of accepting and promoting women. Mm-hmm. Um, but DDR, I think has a leg up just because we have a lot of <laughs> amazing foundational, like, sorry, uh, just like women who are <laughs> like trying to in. do like big things. <laughs> and just again, through virtue of like making human connections right out of the gate. Like yeah. you don't get that with a lot of different yeah. video gaming experiences. For sure. Has yeah. it always been kind of the same kind of community? Or you, you've been doing it for like 10 years. So yeah. how, does it, how has it changed like since you first started? 15 years actually. Oh, yeah. 15, 15 years. Yeah. So yeah. So I started playing probably in middle school. Took like a long healthy break like as an adult. And I was like, I don't need video games anymore. Mm. Started playing again like a year and a half ago and just like oh. went real hard yeah. into it. Um, so I think it's changed a lot in terms of just people growing up generally. So uh-huh. like the internet has evolved. Um, it's a very niche game still. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I don't know. It's it's DDR. It's a f- I remember like going to just like as an example, like because, you know, I don't I'm not always like at the arcade. But so there's like GameWorks downtown. Mm-hmm. You would go for like a birthday party or whatever yeah. and middle school high school yeah. so like maybe i went to gameworks once a year or something yeah every time i went there would always be like one or two people that yeah. were like really intense heavy 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 DDR. dance dance revolution where yeah. you would like literally just like be like in awe watching them but even then i remember like it wasn't as intense as what i'm watching with you at these tournaments no. it, it could be like it was fast and they were doing a really good job but it was like more dancing or like yeah a little bit more it yeah. was like more flow to it yeah. versus like what yeah, i'm watching with like, you is like Small feet, <laughs> small, it's like shit. stutter step, yeah, like fucking intense. <laughs> like it's yeah. like serious. Yeah. No, I mean it's like the so game. Did the, like, did the community get more intense over time, where people yeah. got more and more competitive over time with it? Like kind totally. of like Guitar Hero. I can think like no people that like re- it really got intense after like a few years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like I think it made a big enough impression on a lot of people. Where it was like, oh, I could play this forever. And then Konami, which produces the game, like kept making new versions of it. Mm. And I think you lose a lot of momentum when it like fizzles out and like you don't have any new content. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they've continued yeah. to like release new things. And I think with releasing new things, it just engages more people. It got so much harder. So oh. just like as people learned more about the game, like you learned more like techniques and like yeah. ways to, you know, conquer charts or whatever. Um, and so just with like growth through Konami continuing to release things for it, people just kept playing. Yeah. And um, I think over time, like Amber at age 15 versus Amber at age 31 is a very different human where it's mm-hmm. like, I want to support and encourage a lot of people to play more video games. At 15, I didn't want to do that. I was just like, I'm going to be the coolest person like playing this. Um I don't know. So I think perspective changes over time. 
fortunately too, like you can influence people like as you're playing together where it is like, let's just be positive and like encourage this to be like a safe, good community versus anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, do you, so do you have a little, like, you know how you can have the like pad at home yes you do oh god yes yeah, so do you do you practice on it or do you yeah um so it's oh man it's even more intense than the picture in your head of just like the soft like uh-huh. pliable mat that you put oh, on the you've gone like all out for oh, the home for your home station yeah, yeah i have like an arcade stage i have two arcade stages at home what does that mean where it's just like the actual like you think about a ddr machine like, and you're like it's that at home it's that at home where the fuck did you buy that so so there's um yeah there's a lot of love for ddr these days and there are like people who have started releasing hardware based on like replicating that so it's oh. like it's not specifically like a ddr machine a ddr cabinet but it's just people who are like oh we're gonna make an offshoot of this cool you can buy it play it at home so it's like um, a bootleg it version. kind of is but it's it's like just a different way of playing DDR now. So it's like a spinoff of the game, I would say. Um, And this company specifically like wants to be involved in like, I don't know, um, middle schools and elementary schools and like YMCA's and gyms and stuff where it's like a lower cost way to engage like people to be healthy through gaming, which is like another really incredible facet of this game. Like it's so just multidimensional. Yeah, there's like a really big health benefit to getting people to do. I mean, like literally you're burning. I mean, I like the videos I watch of you, like you must be burning so many calories while doing it. That's what I was asking. I was like, do you get really fucking sweaty or what? because like yes. I can't imagine no, there's like towels involved yeah, like, there are it's, towels it's there like are an intense towels. workout yeah. yeah it really is yeah I mean I, I don't know what else to say than yes I sweat like a ton and the game is hard and it's fun and how long is each like session yeah like where you're yeah so each song is about two minutes long um and you play usually like a set of three to four songs per game um and i'll be at the arcade for like i don't know two hours at least like wow depending on if you have to wait in line like it's gonna be a little bit like longer than that but you're going pretty hard for like a couple hours there so are these like pop songs or like what are the songs yeah it's uh a mix of a bunch of different stuff so like a lot of just in-house like um composers will just make like i don't know electronic music and like weird stuff so it's not Um, like uh you know the way that perry song or like sometimes like sometimes they do licenses that are like okay like that so yeah and like some of the most recent songs oh my god they just put on um party rock anthem oh my god wait just yeah now? <laughs> i know right you're like it's 2019 that's what funny what i don't know they have a couple ariana grande songs on there so like break free is on there mm-hmm. and like no tears left to cry I oh think. yeah oh. which is like how fairly you, recent how do you yeah. dance to that <laughs> uh, you know you just hit the arrows in time with the music it's not it's not real dancing sometimes well i just feel like that song is sort of slow yeah when you're competing at this high of a level it's not really it's not really dancing, no. right? Like oh, no, you're, it's more of it's it's, ri- it's rhythm gaming. Yeah. Like you it's said. rhythm gaming. Yeah. yeah. So what else is in the same genre? You said Guitar Hero. Are there other similar? What, yeah. what else is in rhythm gaming? Um. So I would say, pretty classic examples are like Beat Saber. So like that's a newer VR game, um, where it's just again hitting things in time with music. 
Um, you can see different like weird legacy ones like throughout. Like if you go to GameWorks, right? Yeah. You're gonna have something called Drum Mania, where it's just like a drum machine. Oh yeah, yeah. Which you can also get through like stuff like Rock Band. Yeah, Rock Band. Right. Like Rock Band so, is yeah. another like another one that a lot of people know. Um, Guitar Freaks is another one where it's basically yeah. like Konami's version of like. Guitar a guitar hero. game yeah so but um, rhythm gaming would be yeah. the subgenre out of off of gaming yeah. just like there's like mobile gaming or yeah. um like rpgs like, would be one RPGs, platformers yeah. like shooters i would say like you could also have rhythm gaming it's like a separate genre from that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so and how did your like tournament can you describe like the tournaments and like who who like sets them up how, how does the community work like what yeah do you, how do you guys organize yeah so i mean i think generally like it's very much a self-involved game where it's like you're constantly just competing with yourself so just as like going to the arcade i'm gonna try and get better scores than i had before or then like maybe my one or two other rivals that I consider peers or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say like, there are so many people who are better than I am, but just like comparison wise, it's easy to compare against like one or two people. Um, yeah. Right now, like there's a lot of growth in the community where it is like, how do we structure this more widely to be like more recognized? Because it's such a cool sport to watch. Like as an esport, we want it to be an esport. Like mm. we want it to be a thing where people will go online and watch it and be like, Oh, these are like top tier players who really care about this game and compete for, yeah, just the love of the game. Cause is um, it not currently when you, like there's like it's just e- small and e- niche. Yeah, it is at an esport tournament. Like if it, there's a big esport tournament, it will be there. It's just like a smaller aspect. Sometimes. Of it, okay. So so there are tournaments where it's like more focused on fighting games. So like the Genesis series mm. in California, there are side events for DDR um, CEO, which is a big fighting game tournament in Florida. There's an offshoot for DDR too, mm-hmm. um, but it's just like trying to make it bigger than you know it is right now. Right. And it's, right. It's, constantly growing so tournaments this year um are really just organized by people who care about the game and um it's all like just done through you know no one's paid to do any of this like you see a lot of that in a lot of fighting game tournaments when you get to like evo or these really massive events where it's just thousands of people competing and people making a lot of money right? making a lot of money right yeah um i mean yeah we we see stuff like um what are other big games like dota's a big one mm-hmm. dota? Um, fortnite. Fortnite. fortnite yeah, yeah. Like, what's dota uh defense of the ancients it's like a strategy game yeah um but just like big games where it's like there's thousands or tens of thousands or potentially Mm -hmm. billions of dollars like to win um ddr's not there yet so yeah Yeah, there's like huge cash prizes and these people that have been like playing games forever that have gotten to the top tier or whatever are like now you know doing these big esport tournaments and they have sponsors and all this stuff and it's like yeah. and twitch like is yeah. really mm-hmm. heavily mm-hmm. involved in this so i could see why you have kind of like a you know mixed emotions about something yeah. like that because it's like you know why wouldn't something like ddr be more involved in something like that where it is like it is a spectacle like it's yeah. like very athletic very like fun to watch you know and it seems like there might just be like barriers about like the kinds of folks who do it or like what type of game it is versus like the actual yeah you know the actual game itself which is like a very cool game right like 
Yeah. And I think right now it's like all just a labor of love. So people are doing this with hopefully in the future where it will be a bigger thing and there will be, you know, more money in prize pots. Um, It will have a larger presence at existing tournaments. It will be a thing that a lot of people travel to. The last tournament that I was at was like 200 entrants across the entire event, which was huge. Yeah. Um, But we want it to be even bigger. So I think right now with like the end goal in sight of, okay, like how do we get this to be accessible to thousands? Like how do we get more people involved in this community that like everyone really cares about? It is just a matter of growth and like really pushing the limits of what we can do. So figuring out like what are majors, what are good like tournament structures, like how do we pay people to do commentary? How do we pay mm-hmm. people to organize these events? Yeah. Yeah. We're not there yet. It's all just like community driven, done for free, and hmm. because people really care yeah. about it. Um, oh yeah, you need yeah. like a you need like a funny commenter. That's what yeah. all of those games have yeah, is yeah, like yeah. like I literally okay you know like I have a kid and like sometimes the you know like at night the shows turn into it's like goes from kids shows to like more teen shows or whatever Uh i'll see these like shows that it's literally if some people watching video games and it's just like a funny person yeah and that's it that's it's like basically like all of japanese television where it's like a panel of people watching other people do Do something something. and then commenting on it and that's what we're watching as the audience okay so we do need to hear about your tournament yes can you tell walk us through dance us through (laughs) how your tournament it just happened right yeah 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 so there was a tournament in san jose called infinity stage and yeah um it was several several different they have a really amazing trailer actually for this okay you can look that up later it's delightful Um, but no, so it was a multi like game tournament. Um, the biggest one was uh, obviously DDR, about 120 people entered and, um, yeah, it was just some of the best players throughout the U S there's a heavy, like, I don't know, group of, uh, California players who were some of the best in like the U S in the world, probably even. Um, so like the competition was just so incredible, um, but I went down there, played in like their main stage tournament. Um, they also had a women's tournament called Valkyrie Dimension. So we call ourselves Valkyries, which is really great. Um, 40 women I placed first, which was really intense. Um, and it was like just so well fought, just really incredible women who played in the tournament. Um, About how many women were there? 40, a little oh, okay. over 40. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. um, I don't know. And there's, I've never played in a tournament to that scale with that level of competition with all women before. Mm-hmm. And it was something where it was like, women had practiced a lot, was really hoping for like, okay, can I do this? Is like all my training paid off. And it was just not, it was not easy. It was like just some of the fiercest, most exciting competition. Um, they streamed the whole thing on Twitch. You can look it up. It's delightful. Um, I was going to say, I really, it would be yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. so intense. Um, and it's so supportive too, just because it is like the first women's tournament of the scale so we're all excited to hang out with like people that we know from the internet and like support each other and getting like these really incredible scores um but anyways yeah so I won that which was crazy and great um amazing trophy it was like a did you feel like you were going to like when you started seeing the competition no like oh I'm like 
I have like a really good chance or were you the whole time you were like, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, anything can happen because it's um, so the way that tournaments are laid out is it's just a random pick of songs that you have to play. So you have to know all of the content in the game. And it's not like everything is super straightforward where you're just like, yep, just hitting some like eighth notes in a predictable pattern. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, there's some really challenging things that you have to do. And so it really tests not just like your tournament nerves and being in like an unfamiliar environment where you don't normally play around people that you're kind of scared of anyway, but also just like, have you practiced a lot? Like, do you know what could happen? It's like you against the machine and you against like really tricky, challenging, hard, physically demanding songs. Um, So it could have gone so many different ways. And I was like, practiced as best as I could um but a lot of matches were decided by you know a handful of points and so it was super close yeah um yeah so like really electric atmosphere so cool so the nice. one that you showed us where you won by one point yeah which one was that that was the main know. event so that was the main event yeah, the 120 person tournament and the winner of that match got to go to top 16 which is like a huge just like accomplishment in and of itself mm-hmm. um yeah, so I was not expecting to make it that far, um, which also meant that I had to play DDR pretty intensely for three days in a row, um, which is hard to do because it's a very physically demanding game, but yeah. also very like mentally, like you have to be. Oh my on god, you really lost it. Yeah, like, because like accuracy matters so much. So it's not just like can you execute, but it's yeah. also like is your timing good enough? And it has to stay on point the entire weekend. So right. I could have slept for like Were you like Michael Phelps, like eating pasta? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. how he like before he swims, oh, like yeah. he's like chugging like whatever, like eating, eating loads Alfredo. of... It's, it's so weird playing a video game where diet You're matters. Carb, carb like, loading? Yeah. It's so weird. And like being down in San Jose for the tournament, like... It's just all unfamiliar places where it's like, I don't just get to eat like what I normally eat. I'm like, should I just go to Taco Bell and get like a burrito and try and see if that'll tide me over? Plus just being like anxious and nervous the whole weekend. Oh, because yeah. you're like, you want to play your best. Yeah. And you yeah. want to like. But you can't be like malnourished. Like you no. have to, you like definitely have yeah. to like eat enough to like sustain all yeah. that ca- the calories yeah. and like the burning. Yeah, yeah. Like that's crazy. It's such yeah. a weird balance. Wait, so you, it was three full Hi, Frida. It was three full days. Yeah. Like the third day you were in the top 16. I was. And I, I lost in top 16, which was fine. But it was still just like, you know, stayed up too late the night before. Like had a couple drinks. Ate, I think I ate like two donuts, which was pretty weird. <laughs> so I was feeling Yum. pretty good like the day of. Oh, no. It's like in the NBA like finals <laughs> when they par- you can tell they partied or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. James Harden. You're like the James Harden. You like what? You like ate too many donuts and went to the strip club. You know. It's great. I, I'm I'm not going to disagree with that, but you know, it's really really great. No, so it was just a really exciting atmosphere. That sounds awesome. So you won the women's, I the did. whole women's tourney, yeah. and then you made it to top sixteen. I did. That's awesome. I know. I wait. You made it to top sixteen. Top sixteen of the gen- of the yeah yeah the big general. one. Oh, so you get to go to whatever? Oh well, the tournament's no, over. No 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 no. It was but, like during the oh same, oh I like, thought it was like a. When you were saying, like, you get to go to the top 16, I thought you were saying, like, there was, like, this other event. Nah, just, okay, a, okay, just sorry. an important I, milestone. I, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's awesome. Maybe so if it's cool. big enough, this, they'll probably have to break yeah. up things a little bit more, right? Misunderstood. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's so Plus, fun. it's kind I of love intense DDR. to make people do it for that many days. I don't know. Oh, it's great. But yeah. yeah, three days in a row but of I guess just not, doing you're that. You're not doing, like, games, like, the whole day. You're, like... No. You're, like, 
like how many hours do you think per yeah so it was interesting because saturday was the day that i played the most and that was actually when the women's tournament like went to top four so i was playing from 10 a.m until like 2 p.m and then i had to wait around until like 8 p.m to actually play like in the main event Mm. so it was just a weird just like highs and lows of like weird yeah playing the game and then standing around and waiting in like your sweaty clothes for hours around people where you're like hope they can't smell me like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but yeah and then well yeah because you're sweating so much oh just constantly but uh, (laughs) oh no (laughs) it's like the stinky tournament yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, although i don't think it's any different from any other game no. or tournament. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not yeah. i would say that's the same yeah <laughs> in fact right. right but i mean it was just it was a super cool event and like i think overall you can just always tell when people are super passionate about something like that and do it just for the love of whatever their hobby is yeah. like yeah. it's it's so cool and it's something where it's like yeah as a, a grown-ass woman today i'm like yep yeah, still gonna go to the arcade and like play around yeah. 18 or 14 or 16 year olds and like mm-hmm. do a lot better than they yeah. do but still just like yeah i i love it it's such a fun game and it's such a fascinating just like part of the gaming yeah. world too i could only imagine like how much better the vibe is at something like that versus like a different kind of yeah. es- esports tournament don't you think like yeah. that people were probably i mean i'm i'm not in the community but i could only imagine that it's probably friendlier and yeah more welcoming and inclusive yeah but and i think we're that's the feeling i get from watching like totally and, stuff. and i think like we're we're really lucky and it's i maybe it's not even luck it's more just like a lot of very outspoken women who really like care about other women in the community. Like that's what makes it feel as good as it does. Um, There, I mean, like in any gaming community, it's very heavily weighted towards guys playing and being like, yeah, yeah, just a a guy centric hobby. Um, So I feel like, it's a luxury and it's really important for me to continue to like speak up in defense of women and in defense of women's events and be able to just like provide like a balancing voice where it is like, yeah, like we all care about this game equally. And um, I just feel like it's really important to continue to say these things, even with getting like pushback for women, like women's events that continues to go on, even though like our community feels really good. And, um, Fortunately, people drown out those voices a lot more. I can't say that happens in every gaming community, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are, like, still very, very toxic parts of gaming, mm-hmm. like, which we probably should talk about. Like, yeah. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I... we So we just got through all these shootings. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, conservatives start to talk about video games yeah. with... right shooting like somehow connecting the dots between it's ridiculous they're like instead of talking about guns that literally exist in the physical world and that are being used to shoot people right yeah and it just i i'm like my internal kind of like push and pull with this is like yes absolutely that is bullshit and there's like no well part of studies that lit- like there are like tons of studies that have been done that literally violent disprove, video games like don't yeah. have anything to do with that blah 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 but then like a small sliver of me is like oh yes but there is like a toxic masculinity yeah. in the gaming community totally totally and yeah. like it's kind it's, of like i how do think that- it's a piece of the 
the larger pie that is right. how fucked up our society is. But it's yeah. not the reason that well, I mass shootings occur. It's able to occur. propagate so much in like gaming, though. Like it just seems like it's able to like kind well, of be so like stuck. Like it's just not able to even. You I know what I mean? You sort of touched on it with the like anonymity of of like yeah. internet gaming and or whatever that the type of gaming where you're like solo in your chair at home with the headset and you're like talking shit or whatever but you don't have to like physically be in the space like you do with ddr where you're like hugging the your competitors and it's very like physical in a lot of ways and you're also physically there you know like with people versus being at home alone talking shit on the internet right because that's like yeah. the whole source of all of our <laughs> problems as a society like the whole alt-right movement is like propagating on the internet because of the like anonymity of the internet and being able to like get access to fucked up information and decide that you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah i don't, I don't know. know what you no. what i mean I'm i agree like i I don't know. The internet's just generally can be a very scary place where it is like you're not you're not like a person. Like yeah. you are very de-identified. You can have, you know, echo chambers just full of like testosterone and competition like can really feel that or be a way to drive that just like negative weird energy where yeah. it is like I want to win, I want to be better than you and it just like yeah, I I don't know. Um I feel like there are a lot of just very hard ways to approach, I don't know, gaming on the internet. It's it's great when you do have just, you know, the physical presence of these games, but you'd lose a lot of that by being online um, and just having people like nod and agree out of anger, or spite, or just like difference of who people are. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the toxic aspect of gaming is is basically it's a symptom of a bigger problem Mm -hmm. it's just like one facet of the bigger problem that we have right now which is goes back to violence and toxic masculinity and misinformation a lot of like Mm -hmm. people that are not really like educated in a lot of different areas but i think the thing that like really frustrates me about gaming is that it's very like decentralized feeling like where there's not really like a lot of leadership it feels like there's not a lot of leadership that is able to kind of guide kids and like teens and people that are in the community that like they're going down those darker paths of like being into like the more, I don't know, like hateful, like hateful communities of it. And I feel like Mm -hmm. there should be more like people that are like very vocal about, but I don't know. I'm also not directly in it. I just know that from what I've seen of like feminists that try to get involved in it and women that try to get involved in it, they get still so much hate, so much like backlash. And we all know about like Gamergate and stuff. So I've, I'm like looking for like men to like, well, yeah, step up and be like, Hey, like don't. So do you know of like any, does that happen? Have you seen like that kind of stuff happening or like, yeah. Um, I mean, I think people specifically in my gaming community do a really good job of speaking up and really like, I mean, you go to packs though too. Like, do you, do you you see, like, do you see more women? Are you like seeing changes kind of in different areas or are you, is it kind of like, I mean, I think like it's less 
it feels less controversial these days to be a, a woman who plays video games than it mm-hmm. used to. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in general, it feels less controversial to be a gamer than it used to be, where it's like, it just is like everyone plays video games. Like yeah. whether it is like, like how everyone's a games. nerd. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, oh, everyone's a nerd. Yeah. Everyone like is yeah. nerdy about something. Like, so I think not, it is yeah. just like yeah. there is a bit of a shift where it is just like it's more accessible to everybody. It's something that everybody does and everybody kind of participates in. Right. But it still can be just like you establish communities that are tighter knit or just specific to a group of people that do like push others out. Um, so, I mean, I would say like, yeah, like there are a lot more women that I know who are more open and conversational about playing video games, who are interested in video games, who are like in the industry, who create things yeah. um, than there used to be. And I think it's just like it's an overall shift, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's um, all changed and it's all good. Yeah. I think it's moving in a in a good direction. I think it's just you know, um, very similar to like liking sports or wanting to be like in science or yeah. like in fields like that. Like, yeah, yeah. it just continue. It needs to be a constant conversation of just like, yeah, like yeah. women can do these things. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. weird. It's fine. It's great. Yeah. Like, and it won't happen. Overnight. Let's encourage it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, should we rate? Yeah. Let's do our rating. What? So we always pick a scale of something, an object. Like well, zero to five. Something. So what should we pick? What's the most like either gaming or like DDR even Ooh. object? Um, for DDR, let's do Marvelouses. Marvelouses. Yeah. So Marvelous is the top. I read this on the yes. Wikipedia. Oh, hey. It's the top. Um, like you know they have like levels of like what they say to you like great job yeah. or <laughs> yeah. nice move which i thought was funny because perfect, perfect is, is the, less is than less marvelous. than marvelous weird everyone always says that you're like i know oh we no all, you're right you're, you're like, like so we, spot on we all know this in the community I mean, you're, you're, you're part of the community now by saying that like that's all that it is marvelous darling <laughs> Okay. Um, Marvelous says. Let's rate gaming zero to five Marvelouses. Do you want to start? Oh, mine's a five. Five Marvelouses out of five. Duh. Awesome. Easy. Easy. Hmm. I'm going to go. So, like, we talked about this a little bit. I grew up, like, gaming. Like, I, I, listen, I'm, like, I, I have like different different thoughts about the term gamer what mm-hmm. what, what people consider to be the, a gamer all that stuff at the end of the day i've played video games throughout my life i don't think there should be gatekeeping for mm-hmm. like who's considered a gamer i don't I actually like the term gamer is a little bit like uh, i don't know but gaming in itself like listen love, it's fun love games love playing games i have played all different kinds um and I think my favorites are probably Mario. I do love Mario. I love Zelda. And you should get a Switch. I know. I need to get a Switch because really bad. I heard Breath of the Wild is Breath of the so Wild, good. And then you have Super Mario Odyssey, which is also Also just really amazing. good. I know. I'm kind of a Nintendo head. I'm kind of a Nintendo head. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to support that. Um, yeah. Also really liked Bond on 64. Of course, mm. everyone loves that um, da, da, da. <laughs> classic classic favorite also missed oh so mm. good famously made in seattle Whoa. so great old school yeah yeah so what's your rating my rating is 3.5 out of 5 marvelouses mm-hmm. 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 
Yeah, I was going to say three out of five. Mm-hmm. There's, there's like sort of a faction that does scare me within the gamer community. Yeah. Um, like I think first person shooter games are just scary and I don't understand why people are obsessed with that kind of shit because it's like feels really negative and dark and scary to well me. they were started by the government for like war and like military training yeah. so that could be why so like i'm <laughs> not just here just a guess I'm not, <laughs> I'm not into that kind of stuff but um i do yeah like i obviously grew up playing tons of nintendo 64 like i still have a wii we play um rock band or whatever it is guitar hero same thing i don't know same thing um and it's fun and like I don't know. I think it, I mean it's fun. Like I have games on my phone that are not like. Oh video yeah, we didn't games, talk about phone but, games really, um, but. Do you know older women are the number one demo oh, Farmville. So for 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 games? <laughs> Wait, you know Farmville? like overall games, older like boomer women are number one. Demo. They're playing words with friends or something. Well, it's like Farmville and like yeah. So I also am very into Pokemon Go. Um, still, still, just such a diverse, interesting community. But a lot of people yeah. so great. Yeah, are still. I mean, I oh, know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. very like yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So my rating is three out of five, and that's that's that. Well, thank you for coming on, Amber. We yes, really thank love you chatting so much. with you about gaming. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for illuminating us on the the mysteries and wonderful mm. world of DDR. <laughs> if you ever want to go to GameWorks with somebody, please let me know. They have like four DDR machines there. Yeah. It's great. Amazing. We, yeah. we go with my nephew. Oh, Perfect. and congrats on... Uh, yes, and congratulations you. on your yeah. tourney, as you said. That sounded so good. So yeah, cash. it was very cash. It was cool. It was really cool. It was it was very cool. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Do you have anything to plug? Do you want to like plug any, like follow you or like anything like that? Yeah, you know, I'm at, at Nuggety on Twitter. Um, if you want to see some DDR posts, that's all I do there. Nuggety yeah. nugget with a Y, right? Yeah, yeah okay. that's the one. Cute. Okay, cool. cool. Thank you. Thank you. If you have something to get off your chest, email us at rantandreviewpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 805-635-RANT. That's 805-635-7268. If you like Rant and Review, and we know you do, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at rant underscore and underscore review and on instagram at rant and review bye